0: Welcome to Under the Rubble, where we talk you through renovating our 1930s property with no idea what we're doing.
1: We take you through our experiences, our mistakes and the stuff you really want to know, like how to deal with the stress of a 9 to 5 job, renovating in the evenings and still manage to function as a human being.
0: But what do you do if your tradesperson has disappeared with your money? Or how to cope if your plasterer starts randomly freestyling in your living room?
1: Or how did we build our social media following to 25k in just six months?
0: I'm Lawrence, and this is
1: Soph. And we hope this helps you along your renovation journey. Under the rubble, under the rubble, under the rubble, under the rubble. Hi guys and welcome to episode four of Under the Rubble. And this week we're going to be talking about DIY versus trade. We've received some questions from Instagram that we're going to go through a few of our favourite ones. And then at the end, we're going to have a quick fire round of DIY or pick a trade based on various bits and bobs of building work.
0: So Soph, what have you been up to this week?
1: We've not not been up to a lot this week. Um, We... You took me away for the weekend to Wales because it was my birthday.
0: Sunny Wales.
1: Yeah, the last year in our twenties. It's very sad. It is sad. <laughs> I feel like we should be <clears throat> more adults by now, but there we go.
0: That's society for you.
1: Yeah, but so house-wise, yeah, we've been we've been kind of taking a break, which you feel very guilty for. Yeah, I feel the, guilt the guilt does
0: hit in. Yeah. I I did do. Um, some asbestos testing. Oh, yeah. Um, which meant, well, I'll actually post a video up at some point on how to do asbestos testing from a kit that we bought online. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, you just take samples in full PPE of the areas that you want to test.
1: It seems so overkill, like watching you with your goggles and your mask and your overalls, and then you're like, got all your plastic down, and then you're just taking this tiny little piece of ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, it seems so overkill. A two but
0: centimeter square.
1: Very important, I, yeah. I guess, just yeah. in case. Yeah. And extension wise, we've had a little improvement, but also a setback. We were waiting on something called a wind post, which is a steel. It goes in between the two layers of bricks to stabilize the wall. And we, our groundswork team didn't tell us that we needed one, or that they weren't. We thought they were doing it. They didn't tell us they weren't doing it until the last minute and asked us when is it going in? And we said, Well, I don't know, when are you putting it in?
0: Yeah, and there was a lot of confusion about who was doing what and as as we're trying to like project manage our whole house, we do rely on the trade quite a lot when it comes to here's a drawing, do you understand it? Yeah, cool, okay, go. Um, we don't we we weren't used to a lot of us knowing exactly what we're gonna do.
1: We didn't know what a windpost was, no. and there was no. Uh, how was I meant to know what a windpost? A was? lot of
0: people don't know what a windpost is. No, like there's not many people <laughs> who know what a windpost is.
1: <laughs> no, even people in the trade don't know what a windpost is. Yeah, but yeah. So the windpost is now in. That was a three-week delay, and then they've started building the blocks. Then, then our builder, who's taking over after the groundworks people. Um, Oh no, it was a different builder. It was somebody else on Instagram, a different builder, said to us that why don't you have any air bricks because your current floor is ventilated, your outside floor also needs to be ventilated. So I had to raise it with them. And we think bricks have to come back down again. So fabulous journey that we've had (laughs) with these guys. I will be so relieved when they've done the slab. And we can move on to the
0: next builder. It does look fascinating, though, with the bricks building what will be our extension. It is really exciting.
1: We can now see the space, which is nice.
0: DIY versus trade. Got some questions.
1: Yeah. So we have a question from... (laughs) You, Lawrence wants me to say the names. This is v- a very interesting name. Okay. So this person is Huma Omera. Okay. Huma Omera.
0: Huma Omera. if you're out there, yeah. this question's for you.
1: I hope that I said that right. So Huma Omera, asks us on Instagram, how do you decide what you can and can't do yourself? So how would we, if we were tackling something brand new, how would we decide... If we need to get someone in for that, or we can do it.
0: I would say we have two different methods here. Sophie will do a lot of research and look at that and see whether it's possible. I will just buy the stuff that is required and give it a go.
1: You, The typical, oh, it'll be fine, going back to episode one. <laughs> we. I think we will... If it is something that is, there's a danger to life, we will we'll get someone in for gas. We won't do any gas work. We won't, we'll do minor electric work, but we won't do anything major because we know there's a risk there.
0: Yeah, and all of our electric work needs to be certified if we do do it. So yeah, it's not worth the time Yeah, to do big, big bits.
1: With the extension, we thought structural work, like putting steels in and actually making the building, I feel like that is quite an important thing that has a lot of skill I mean I wouldn't have the faintest idea how to do that Yeah. Um, so it makes sense getting someone in there I guess it's the smaller tasks that um, we assess as we go along so we do watch a lot of other people on social media so as an example the alcove cupboards that we did that is not something that I thought we could do I thought that would need a carpenter in but I've seen other people on social media doing it and they're not people who have experience in carpentry so I just think if they can do it why can't we do it that like they learn we can learn and a lot of the things that I feel comfortable doing are because I have seen somebody else at a similar a similar knowledge to myself and I think that's why I like sharing everything because I'm part of that then to tell people, you can do this too. Yeah. We don't know what we're doing.
0: And I, I will normally do anything that has a and q video.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. The B&Q the, videos are so good. They're so underratedly simple. good. Yeah.
0: They're, they are simple. They, at the very beginning, they go, you need these tools. You need to do this. And it just does it step by step. It's, I yeah. mean, it's easy.
1: That's how we learnt how to do the stud wall, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, that's really? how I learnt how to right. plumb.
1: Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, B and Q. I didn't know you could plumb, Actually, well, that's I'm news to me. plumbed
0: in a washing machine, didn't I? <laughs> oh,
1: and, and um, okay, okay. Fixed, fixed the the uh, pipe
0: work that went through there. What
1: pipe work? Oh, the the weird spaghetti junction thing yeah. behind the. Oh, okay, okay. That you mean cool. the tumble dryer doesn't work?
0: Yeah, the tumble that. dryer doesn't work. <laughs> that,
1: that, that's what you fixed. Okay.
0: Um, but we do fail don't get me wrong we do fail at stuff like I recently tried to hang a door and in terms of everything else we're doing hanging a door kind of sounded simple but I got to a stage where none of the tools I had would cut this fire door and it would just easier to get someone in to finish it off and I did feel like a failure I felt really guilty that I wasn't able to do it but sometimes it's okay just to let an expert do it
1: i think you have to weigh up your time as well because um a carpenter coming to hang a door takes an hour whereas we would spend a whole or we did spend a whole day on it and after a day we were like this is enough we've tried we're just getting him in we'll try again because we've learned but yeah. this initial it's just too much right now let's just get somebody else to sort it out for us hmm And a lot of things can be fixed and you can decide after the fact, oh, I've messed up. Even when the carpenter came in, I was like, I'm really sorry about this. And he was like, no, no, it's fine. You actually did an all right job. Like, don't worry, you haven't messed it up. So it can be fixed. And also, um, if we we think about how much we're going to save from it. So again, with the door downstairs, that was only 50 quid for the door. So it's not really a big if we just get a carpenter in. Whereas we've tried plastering, for example. I know you don't like plastering. We'll probably get onto that. But that is a huge saving. If we can plaster our whole house, that's thousands of pounds. So if I, I know the first times I do it will be shoddy. But if, I, if we get the hang of it and if we learn and practice, we can save so much money. And I think that's also in the back of our minds, how much it will save us.
0: Although our plaster is brilliant and I want it back.
1: Yeah, I want him he's back. also lately. We'll probably have to forget. <laughs> we'll probably have to clarify that when your plaster starts freestyling in your lounge from the intro. At some point, at some point, leave him hanging.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he he's generally fantastic guy. He's just a bit eccentric, I would say. Yeah. Um, and he, he he's amazing at plastering. Lovely, genuinely nice guy. Um he just, you know, Started rapping to Sophie. We've actually got the recording on our ring doorbell, haven't we? Yeah. It wasn't awful, to be fair, either. (laughs) No. We actually um, answered a few questions there Um, from Pims in Lee Modade (laughs) Twelve. Um, she or he asked have you had to go to trade after giving something a, D- a DIY a go I think what Pims is trying to say is did we fail and get someone in and yes the door we did Um,
1: I can't think of anything else though that has defeated us I guess you could say the plastering because we tried it and then we got someone in yeah but I I wouldn't say that's defeated us yet
0: Some of the electrics that I did for lights, that didn't work, but that was actually an electrician's issue at the beginning Yeah, (laughs) that I was just trying to add in a, I was literally just trying (laughs) to add in a switch and it didn't work correctly, but that was, that was initial fault by them, I think. So another question from J Davis twelve, how did you find reliable trades? Word of mouth, Facebook, special websites. Don't know what the special websites are. I don't <laughs> know what kind of uh, trade you're thinking, but I haven't got many off special websites. But thanks, J Davis. The best way that we found trades is through Instagram, isn't it?
1: It's really weird that that's where we've landed on because we've tried. The special uh, special websites i think they mean like track, checker trade we've tried similar websites to that and it doesn't always the reviews that you see on that website doesn't always match the person i find no
0: so our window person we got from checker trade with amazing reviews and they weren't particularly useful it was awful it what? was the worst trade well, we've ever
1: had. I just didn't want
0: to be rude. But yeah, he, he was bad. Yeah. <laughs> never
1: came back. Yeah. So I, w- I wouldn't use that really to go fully on. I would always check them out in other places before you commit. Don't just go fully on Checker Trade because I'm convinced that he had friends and stuff right? yeah. and stuff on there.
0: But the good thing about Instagram is you see their actual content. You can see the work that they've done. If they do shoddy things, you would know, wouldn't you?
1: Yeah, I like to see what projects they've got on at the moment, how it's looking, like how it's progressing as well. You can see that through Instagram. And I think that if the person was unhappy, that they would get slagged off on Instagram. So then yeah. there'd be loads of negative comments, because if I was unhappy with work, I would say something. Um,
0: I know you would. Yeah, yeah you probably wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd sit back and say, thank you very much. It's all Perfect. <laughs>
1: pay them double here's, here's, here's a tip
0: <laughs> please take my car
1: yeah so that seems a good way and we've reached out to a few builders that way and I, f- I find it's quite reliable I'd, again I'd always check them else, elsewhere we've also used my builder a couple of times we that's found, how
0: you got the door person right
1: yeah I got the wind post guy from my builder I think I got the carpenter for the door I got the fireplace man and all three of them have been very good. I think there are some uh, dodgy people on there that have like no, no reviews and nothing. Co- I, I'd be a bit suspicious about that. But if somebody has got a good profile, you can tell. You can tell by the way they talk to you. So I would recommend my builder for sure. So we've got another question from Molly G Hood. Are there any essential tools you would recommend for when you're starting out? You're you're the tool man.
0: I'm trying to think of the essential ones. Your drill. With the right tool pieces, so the right heads.
1: We got that amazing screwdriver and head thing from Aldi. Was it from Aldi? Yeah. In the special buy. That is one of the best things I've ever seen in an Aldi special buy. So many screwdrivers. I bet it was like a fiver as well.
0: I can't remember how much it was, but that really helped.
1: You got your thinking. That saw, that saw that we got. Oh, there
0: is a Jack (sighs) Irwin saw. I think that's what it's called. Jack Irwin saw. I couldn't recommend a saw enough. It's a universal saw. cuts metal, wood, plastic. It cuts everything. But not only does it cut it well, it makes it so easy. It's so ergonomic to use. That is one of the best things and one of Sophie's uncles suggested to use Jack Irwin saws, and I've never looked back.
1: Yeah, the saw we had beforehand was just, it was like trying to cut wood with like a toenail or something. <laughs> it was a toenail? Like, I couldn't think of anything else I'd A toenail! It was just so hard. The, yeah. this saw I would have said a butter
0: knife, I think, rather than going straight into a toenail. Yeah, well... Not many people cut things with toenails, <laughs> I don't think. Another essential tool Which is one that you wouldn't really think you would need is a like crowbar. A crowbar is so useful. My black crowbar, I use it for everything. Mm. Like when you're dismantling stuff, a crowbar is just so useful. And I, I bet a lot of people wouldn't expect to kind of have that in your toolbox, but it is really, really useful. It's better than the end of a hammer.
1: I guess for. That's more for the people who are like really stripping back everything, kind of, kind of task, rather than you know decorating. Yeah, that's not.
0: You don't need that for normal decorating.
1: (laughs) Oh, mouse sander, the sander. My parents thought Oh, I think it's it's great. Rather than sanding by hand,
0: I do hate sanding by hand.
1: It is. I love it. It was good for. They're not
0: expensive either, mouse sanders.
1: No, I don't think they are. It was super useful for when we upcycled that cabinet, re- really, really quick. And yeah, I think it's great. That's one of my best things. And the other thing is the the sawry thing. What's the
0: the miter saw, the
1: cutty miter saw? Yeah, yeah. If you're doing skirting, you need one of those. Full stop. <laughs> I'm
0: just I'm just trying to think of the stuff. If I was in a, if I had a little toolbox, what would I have in it? to start yeah. out that's you know not the mitre saw is like 200 quid isn't it
1: oh no you can get it a lot cheaper than that can like you? 50 quid yeah oh, okay I I guess it depends on what jobs you're tackling if mm. you're if you're not taking the skirtings off you're not doing any woodwork don't buy a mitre saw yeah it's, it's useless <laughs> so yeah. you're not going to use it you can if you're doing panelling you can get away with just a plastic plasticky one you don't need a saw but if you are doing skirting super useful
0: yeah I think my top three, now that I've had time to really think about it.
1: <laughs> I could see your brain working, yeah. your eyes like looking around the room like, come on, think of the best ones. Go on.
0: So either a tape measure or a, a laser measurer.
1: Which the cats also love.
0: Um, number two is a level, spirit level. It's so useful. And number three is a sharp pencil. What? Genuinely, I am infuriated if we don't have a pencil.
1: You're not going to get very far with those three tools, though.
0: Yeah, but I can...
1: You have to use your toenails. <laughs> get the toenails out.
0: But those, those three things are so important to being like...
1: Yeah, if you've got nothing.
0: Setting up design.
1: Yeah, I guess I'm thinking... And a thinking. drill. All right,
0: four. Four things and a drill. And then you can put up a shelf. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess in my mind, I'm already thinking... You've got those things, because they're so essential. We can't do anything without a tape measure. No. So crucial. This little house of mine, am I going DIY? This little house of mine, am I calling in the trade? This little house of mine, am I going DIY? DIY, you the trade, that's the game. So now we're just going to do a quick fire of DIY versus trade. So I'm going to shout something, oh, I won't shout. I'll I'll speak nicely, something at you and then you tell me DIY trade. Okay. And maybe a very short why. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. So windows trade. Yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah, I th- I think trade. My brother um I'm really trying not to say um very much. You'll notice that I'll cut it out later, but I'm really trying because I listen to these podcasts on my way to work and I have to edit them and I hear myself go um, I hear Sophie say like, lots of this stuff. So I'm, we're really trying to improve that. That's why you'll keep hearing me cut that out. But you won't hear this because we'll probably cut this out unless we keep it in because I've then explained why we've cut it out. For Windows, I would get the trade in to do My brother has fit his own window once, and his partner said it was very scary as he was (laughs) hanging out the window with glass just holding on. Um, So I would get trade. So they just take out the rim and then take the glass out.
1: Yeah, I would also replace the glass, but not the frame.
0: Your quickfire question is, would you pebble dash your own house or render? The outside.
1: Oh,
0: DIY or trade?
1: I would probably trade. It's, it has a, That's a lot of surface area. And it's like plastering. We know we're not very good at plastering. It's the first thing people see as well when they see your house. I feel like it's quite important. But I would like to learn. Mm. If I could watch a trade or somebody help me out, teach me. That would be perfect because I would like to be able to do that. I would. I would also paint my own house. So when they render it, I'd paint it myself. I just wouldn't render it.
0: You'd paint the house yourself.
1: Yeah. You do just we have need...
0: a big enough ladder?
1: You just need scaffolding. You just put... And okay. the scaffolding is going to be up anyway. So how about installing your own radiator? Installing a new one, replace you know replace or both. Installing a new one and replacing an old one. Are the pipes underneath the floorboards? Does that make a difference?
0: No, because I think I'll do it myself anyway. <laughs> so I, I've capped a radiator yes. from under the ground. Yeah. So surely it's the same thing. I just need a mm. a way to uh, join the copper pipes together, either via soldering or quick fixings. I'm just making this up. I've never done it myself, so I have no idea. I've watched our old plumber in our old house, named Wojtek, fix a burst pipe from when I accidentally smashed a nail into the pipe and then it started squirting out water. And he just soldered some new copper pipe around it. And it looked pretty easy, except he did set fire to the um, insulation underneath when he was, setting, when he was uh, heating it up.
1: Although you're slating Voitech right, for setting fire to the insulation, you tried to hide a fountain in our lounge from where the nail went through. I came into the lounge and you you stood in front of it and I was like, Are you okay, Lawrence? And you stood so that I couldn't see it and I walked no. past you and you shimmied along so that I couldn't see it. I yeah. wonder like what was going through your brain and then why it took you five or ten minutes to realise yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna be able to hide this. I thought tape would. <laughs> oh I
0: thought tape would solve that situation. You
1: just thought you could tape up a pipe. I had that waterproof
0: well. <laughs> tape. I honestly thought that was gonna work and we'd be fine, and it was not. It cost me a hundred quid to get Voitech out to fix that.
1: Yeah, lovely Voitech.
0: But I would. I would do my own radiators. Yes, especially if I'm doing a few at the same time, because the pain in the ass bit is the water, and um, if we. If we drained them all all of them out and then we were just installing them. Yeah. Mm. I think I'd do that myself. Okay. Final one for you then. DIY or trade? Tiling.
1: Oh, DIY. Yeah. Every time. You you look you look shocked by that.
0: No, 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 I was expecting you to say that I think.
1: Yeah. I think we're quite good at tiling. I think it's. you're
0: good at tiling <laughs> you are very you're, you're good at you have the patience and you're neat and
1: yeah
0: it's something that i just like plastering i just don't have the knack
1: yeah as long as you get the right tiles that um i've seen some that need to be primed and stuff so as long as you like check out the tiles what they require Get the right adhesive for it. We just bought a big tub of adhesive adhesive that was already mixed. It was super easy. Just get a, one of those tr- um, things with the notches and notch trowel, is it? Probably. Oh, I wouldn't know. Well, you did all that.
0: <laughs> I, I was just there for moral support, really, and on a
1: the fireplace. Tile cutter. You did the cutting, didn't you? I
0: did, did. A tile cutter is brilliant. Yeah. It works so much better than I thought it would. It was absolutely fantastic mm. for those tiles.
1: So we've already invested in a tile cutter and all of the stuff. And yeah, I thought it was very simple. As long as you plan, you also need to plan where you're you're starting. So you start where your eye... I don't know where...
0: It's where you you walk in and see, where your eye is drawn to or something, isn't it? Yeah,
1: so we started in the fireplace, we started from the front centre then made our way outwards rather than putting an uneven amount so it wasn't symmetrical. But yeah, easy. Quick fire!
0: Right, off the cuff. I've got a really good one. Would you do your own foundations? I wanted to do my own foundations from the very beginning. But now that there's been a bit of an issue, would you do your own foundations?
1: I feel like I might now. I was adamant that just getting a digger in would be so much easier. But it's... An, yeah, I think this is a very good point to raise. It's not always better buy a trade. You think you are paying for a service where somebody knows better, they'll do a better job, the quality will be better. That is not always the case. And I think this is an example of where we we could have probably done it better ourselves. It would have taken us ten times longer, don't get me wrong.
0: I Well, you say that, but the, all the waiting around that we've had to do, yeah. we would have just been constantly... It would be our house. We'd be constantly doing it.
1: Yeah. Over the road, so are the opposites to us. They've dug their own foundations. He, they did look exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> but if, again, if they can do it, maybe we should have done. But maybe next time.
0: Yeah. So that was DIY versus trade. Next week, we're going to run through social media. You'll probably hear me be pretty quiet throughout. I don't get involved with the social media too much. I throw in the odd video every so often, but my majority of it is led by Sophie. So I'll be here to supply the drinks, maybe some food, and do an um and a yeah every so often. See you next week, all.